Monitoring payments in a disparate environment comes with its own set of challenges. Jamie Pearson from IR joins us. Jamie, what are some of those challenges? Yeah, so I think your, your typical your typical bank has a large number of payments applications. And when a payment comes through, they might be varying from things like um, card-based payments when you use your card at an ATM or to, or to purchase something at a store. They might be things like um, payroll. So when you get paid into your account, there's a big you know, a batch file of transactions come through from your employer um, that'll get paid into a, you know, a number of accounts. Now, these are all flowing through the system and they might have to go through multiple hops and, and visit multiple payments applications in order to get, um, in order to get completely approved. So that, that, that scale is probably the biggest, uh, the biggest challenge. What tools are available for banks to to manage this this kind of volume that especially the large banks are faced with? Yeah, so I think typically all of those different types of payments will have different service levels that the um, the bank will will have committed to, and uh, typically a large bank might have to be running uh, you know a number of tools to, across those service levels. Uh, well, to actually across those different payments flows. Um, in order to monitor the um, that their particular service levels are being met, and I guess the complication is just the flowing across multiple applications. So, if you have to come in through some sort of payments gateway, and then through a, through a hub maybe that's, that's the centre of the bank's payment systems, out to their core banking application, they might have a bunch of different monitoring tools for each of those. Um, for each of those different applications, and monitor, but the but the service level that they agree to is really the whole flow through all of those, all of those steps. So, the 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 key there, I guess, is being able to see the payment flow through all of those hops, so that you can one detect you know exceptions. So if it if um, if there are issues with any payments, that you can detect in a detect them early, if there are slow uh, payments through the system, or the ones held up in queues that are waiting for some manual intervention, um, because particular type of payments need, you know, sometimes need people to um, fix them up to help them on their way. If a payroll file comes in and it's got an account number in it that doesn't exist anymore, often these need some manual intervention to let the the whole batch flow through. So it's really about achieving a, a high visibility level so uh, you can monitor uh, these exceptions and all of these other things that you're wanting to to watch. Yeah, so I think is, uh, yeah, I think being able to see the payments flow through. So I think there's two cases. You want to, you want to always know if there's any exceptions in your system. You want to be alerted to those so that you can jump on them straight away and resolve them. The other side to it is you also want to know that even when there's no exceptions, that things are flowing through smoothly so that if you ever went to look at a dashboard, you could see that everything's working fine right now and that and that you uh, But I think the more visibility you have into that whole system, if you can see your different payments flows flowing, flowing through all the applications in your environment and you know you're being alerted to exceptions um, that occur as they do, I think that can give the bank confidence that that their whole payment system is working effectively, that the customers are getting the service they expect. When you think about this ability to monitor 
Um, and again, just talking about the volume that we're seeing, how has this changed even in the past five to seven years? Yeah, I think there's um, there's there's been the the payments volume, especially um, with card based payment systems, is growing hugely. I think the you know the time this whole move to tap and go, so I can go and buy my coffee with my credit card now, um, which you know would have been unheard of a couple of years ago. So I think that's driving a a huge growth in volume for small payments, and I don't think that's going to um, going to abate. I think that's going to continue to grow. So the scale of these systems is is uh, is is just going to keep on growing. So I think the 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 need to just be sure that as the payment volume grows, that you your systems can, you know, hold up to that. That uh, that that growth is uh, is really important. You ever see a day where there's some streamlining of this and 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 becomes a little bit easier for the for the the process? Yeah. So I think I think a lot of banks are thinking that now. So they they realize that you know having 40, 50 payments applications all communicating with each other is is a, is a complex way to go. And there is a move to streamline, and I think that's a. You know, it's also a great opportunity if you're going to change the way your payments flow, to ensure that when changes happen, I guess that the big thing here is risk. So if you're going to change the way your your payments flows work, um, you want to be sure that when you do that, that your customers aren't affected, that you're still getting the same service you got before but in a, in a more streamlined, I guess, maintainable way. That's all the time we have for today. IR.com is your home for a variety of podcasts on payments, unified communications, and other issues in the enterprise world. Visit IR.com for more. <laughs>